it invades the brain like meningitis. The adrenal glands hemorrhage, the brain goes into shutdown, then the major organs. Then death. If today was not a crooked highway If tonight was not a crooked trail If tomorrow wasn't such a long time Then lonesome would mean nothing to you at all Yes, and only if my own true love was weak if I could hear her heart is softly pounding Yes, and only if she was lying by me And I'd lie in my bed once again rolling on the season one finale we made it Haley. we made it we did we made it oh my gosh (laughs) ts19 test subject 19 um it's uh this is crazy it's a short season but i never thought we'd get here honestly really it's always like that thing that you just see in the in 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 front of you and you're like something's gonna go wrong you have such little faith in me no 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 like it's (laughs) I almost feel like it's like an episode of The Walking Dead where everything's good, right? And yeah. then all of a sudden, it gets turned on its head, <laughs> and it, it's it's never good for long. But we're the we're the exception. Yeah, like I feel like a lot of people like who would want to start like a podcast like us. I feel like they would probably get to like episode like two, three, and then say, "Yeah, we could do it like another day." Yeah, and then just never come back. And never come back. Yeah. Which is actually funny, though. The podcast that is called Don't Dead Open Inside, they did that. They did like three episodes <laughs> and they never came back, back in like 2016. Uh, womp womp. And it's just still available. But um, we're not we're not by ourselves for this one. We are not. We're not by ourselves. We figured that for this finale and going forward, I think this is going to be a tradition that we keep. So um, we're going to get a guest on. And I yeah. mean guest on, not Gaston from <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. Uh, we're going to get a guest on and we're going to kind of have their perspective and they're yeah. gonna they're gonna add to the podcast itself because nobody likes hearing us too much of us yeah, yeah yeah you gotta you gotta shake it up yeah so uh for this one it only felt right um i'm a part of a couple groups on facebook specifically the walking dead after hour mm-hmm. and um you're not on facebook at all no. <laughs> you're, you're, you're anti-facebook yeah uh i'm i'm very much a facebook kid i grew up with facebook i'm sure uh, <laughs> i'm old um so I joined these groups and uh, when I came up with or when we came up with the pot like the podcast itself I was I really wanted to get the word out to these people because these are the people that we're aiming it at you know we're mm-hmm. aiming it at walking dead fans right so I reached out to um, 
I remember reaching out to her name is Amanda McKenzie Hernandez. She is an admin in there, but she's also a co-owner. She's the co-owner of the Walking Dead After Hour. And so reached out to her and I said, uh, first, I just wanted to make sure it was okay to post this promotion uh, for the podcast. And she was like, yeah, go ahead. Absolutely. Then I posted it and she responded to it. She listened to the episode and and I reached back out and I was like, I want to get you on because you've been really gracious. You've been nothing but kind. And her response was amazing. She was like, absolutely. You know, It took a little Aww. convincing. She was a little nervous at first. Um, yeah. But I said, you don't have to even be on camera. You can just come on like the phone or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, she was like, in this community, we have to stick together and support each other. Yeah. So um, I love that. I really love that. So uh, without further ado, we are going to bring her in here. Amanda, welcome to Don't Dead Open Inside. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. This is so cool. You're coming to us from Texas, right? Yes, from Texas. Good old Texas. Um, It it was funny. I said uh, 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 when I texted you just now, um, I was like, oh, look, she she responds with y'all. And then Haley was like, I love using the word y'all. I'm from Ohio, so it doesn't count. (laughs) Yeah, I say y'all a lot. Like you you actually say that in your real life? Yes, I do. Um, I I guess I probably don't notice it much because I, I say it all the time common here but yes i do say it yeah no it's great it's great so um you know the segments uh also i forgot to mention this to you that uh we decided that for every finale episode we're going to do the walker of the season so it's going to be i'm kind of throwing this on you and you can decide if you want to do this particular segment because i definitely didn't send this to you and that's my bad um it's you choose whatever walker that you think is either iconic from the season, the best kill, most impactful. It's it's sort of open to interpretation, but it's your walker of the season. So um, if when we get to there, you want to participate, you're more than welcome to. And, and if you don't because you didn't have time to prepare, I totally understand. Because Eddie's just that bad at preparing. I really <laughs> suck. I really suck at preparing this stuff. <laughs> but um, no, nah, this is going to be a lot of fun. So uh before we get into the segments overall thoughts of uh the episode and we're gonna let our guest take it right away so what did you think of ts19 from season one well um for starters i love season one and season two they're my favorite seasons um i love this particular episode because it has so much in it um not just you know from the cdc point where we get to learn important information but also um seeing the different emotional states that every character is at at this point um, is just really wonderful and very well acted. Uh, I really enjoy this episode. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely agree. Yeah. It's, it's always been in my, my top 10 favorite walking dead episodes. Actually, it's always in somehow I find TS 19 infecting that list. No pun intended, but it's, 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 it's such an amazing episode. It's it, honestly, I think it's one of the forgotten finales because we're so far really? Yeah, we're so far along in in the show, especially Amanda. You're actually caught up completely, and you know you've seen so many finales and mid season finales, and it's one of the forgotten ones. And I think it's because it's well, it's obvious it's season one, um, and it just feels almost like a totally different show in season one, which I is can agree. right. And I'm sure you agree, Amanda. It's it it, yes. it 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 feels so insanely different, and it's there's so many elements into why it does. It's Frank Darabont's the showrunner and and they didn't know really what they had mm-hmm. going for them like they didn't know the 
the specialness of this show. And so it feels like an indie movie in a lot of ways. And, and this feels like, you know, like, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's so good. I, ah, I love TS-19. Good. It's good. It's so good. It's I so just good. think it's neat. But, but uh, Haley was saying that when uh, she finished the episode, her hype was kind of killed because it's a little it, bit what? It, like Depressing? Yeah, depressing. <laughs> I mean, like, you start off the episode like, uh, <laughs> for the record, Eddie just turned the mic to face toward. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, you were, like, so happy for them. You're like... You're like celebrating with them, like you found salvation. Everything's good, but yep. because you know that this is an apocalyptic utopian show, yep. uh, you're like everything's probably gonna go to shit pretty soon. Yep. And then you get like as you're progressing, like you see in a shot that when a shot is at toward aimed toward Jenner that there's some like you see the ticking down clock but it's out of focus so yeah. you're probably thinking about your head what's that yep. and then like slowly you get into like you realizing that something's ticking down and Dale mentions it and then you get closer and closer and then the end I'm I was just like man I'm sad <laughs> it is it is did like do you feel the same way Amanda um yeah it's well, not sad necessarily. It just um, more curious about where they're going to go from that point as you see them leaving. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, the CDC it it does have that letdown where like you're hoping that they're going to find, like Haley said, salvation, help, you know, somebody to help them, and then they don't. So that part is is sad. Yes. Yeah, it's and especially the fact that uh, Jenner doesn't continue on in the series i always you know jenner yeah. is jenner is such a unique character to the show because he's one of those ones that kind of just comes in for in this case two episodes mm -hmm. makes an insane mm -hmm. impact in the show i don't know about anybody else but well, i does. still i still think about jenner to this day like and he's you know, the one that lays the foundation of like the, all the information that we know exactly yeah exactly mm -hmm. yep he and uh, this is another reason this particular season feels so different because this is the only season really that they kind of try to focus on what this thing is, what caused it. From here on out, they kind of abandon that, mm -hmm. and we get very little in terms of uh, flashbacks or or answers, quote unquote. Well, to be fair, like. When they hit the moment where they were talking about, um, well, not they, but Jenner was saying like France where the French were the last ones. Yep. And uh, he's saying everybody's gone. It like it, literally everybody in the world who could possibly be working on it is gone except for me, but not like 11 minutes from now. But he does say there's like there might be other people like, like me. They, they, they definitely use that safety oh, net, yeah. you know what I mean? Just yeah. in case. Um, also, Amanda, FYI, feel free to cut us off because we cut each other <laughs> off a lot. So like, if there's a point you want to say and you don't know when the hell we're going to shut up, just cut us off. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> okay. Don't, like, don't feel free like, or don't feel like you can't do that. Um, yeah. But you know, he said that there's other people out there potentially, but mm -hmm. you know, it's, and I love that he's like, while, while, us Americans were busy killing ourselves in the, in the hallways. <laughs> the French were actually trying to come to a solution mm -hmm. here. Yeah. Uh, I love that point. It's such a uh, it's such a jab at America. Like, <laughs> like seriously, like it, it like it, it really is. But I was saying, like at that point, 
you kind of like you almost like feel like their dread where it's just like oh my god there really is nothing, nothing. like quote unquote nothing yep and so that's probably like why they didn't focus on it because I guess they just lost hope yeah yep so it's a it's it's phenomenal it's a phenomenal episode and um so we're gonna get into this we're gonna get into our segments here so the first segment is um best or favorite uh, moment or scene from episode six TS19 and we're gonna let Amanda take this here so what is your favorite scene or moment from the episode uh, oh my gosh okay so <laughs> my lots exactly. I love this episode so it's it's hard for me to pick um but I'll have to say the shower scene Ooh. and and not because I'm being pervy okay or okay. anything like that <laughs> but just because um you get to see like everyone's emotions and the emotional state that everybody is in at that moment. You have like a uh, Lori and Rick and Glenn and T-Dog who are very on emotional high. They're happy. They're hopeful. You know, they, they feel safe. And then you have Shane who is <laughs> drinking his feelings away. And you have Andrea who's in despair and lost and feels hopeless. And so, um, I think just seeing all those emotions raw and in that moment where they're all very vulnerable is just a really, you know, great scene that you yeah. don't see too much in The Walking Dead. No, you don't. But it's funny you say that because um, I was thinking as I was watching it, I was like, the show always does come back to from time to time, especially once you get to, you know, Alexandria, you get you do get a couple shower montages. And it's funny <laughs> how it's funny how the show always portrays those and rightfully so, as miraculous and heaven-like. And, and it's like, like something that we take for granted is yeah, like the hot water. Yes. And I just love that the show always does that. You know, even in episode one, when it's Morgan, Dwayne, and Rick, right. you know, and, and Dwayne is dancing in the shower. And, and, <laughs> oh, and shut up. You don't even like Dwayne. <laughs> I really don't like Dwayne, okay? I really don't like Dwayne. And uh, Amanda, what like do you like Dwayne? Uh, like, I'm just curious. <laughs> Morgan's son? Yes. Um... <laughs> Well, we only really get to see him in that one episode. Thank God. But, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's just a kid, so I have no yeah, no quarrels exactly. with Dwayne. <laughs> well, see, I feel like now I have to. Well, it's really just I feel like he was uh, he was such a whiner, and 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 I get it. His mom died. Okay, look, I get it. I'm not heartless. Okay, I, I, I'm really not heartless. But okay, your mom died. Like, you know, it's like, okay, and and then he just cries in the pillow, and, and, and uh, I don't know. <laughs> they didn't flush him out enough, so I can't do anything other than either just think of him neutrally or just not like him because I also think that his, honestly, I think the performance is a little weak. I think they, that's just a gripe. That's just a gripe. Okay. I, I'm okay. no I'm no critic. I'm no critic. But uh, anyways, Dwayne aside, um, I love that. I, I love the shower montages of The Walking Dead. And I was thinking, Amanda, during this one, they don't show us certain characters. We don't see Daryl. We don't see Carol. We don't see <laughs> Dale. We don't see Dale. Uh, <laughs> Darn. Maybe rightfully so. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but like, I I wondered why they chose the characters they chose. Like, what makes point. what makes T Dog more? more like we need to show what T-Dog is reacting to versus what Daryl is rea is reacting to. Do you have any thoughts on why they chose who they chose or it was just random, you think? Um, no, that's a really good question. Um, 
I don't know why they chose showing T-Dog over Daryl, other than there's this running joke in the fan groups that Daryl doesn't like to take a shower. <laughs> this is true. This is true. This is true. But, um, no, I, I don't know. Um, maybe just because T-Dog, you know, showing that someone that's really happy. Maybe the others, you know, just didn't Would be do anything good in the shower. <laughs> I don't true, know. yeah. Can you imagine Daryl, like, showering? He probably is very just... I mean, you see how greasy his long hair is later on. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> very true. Very slick. Like they might have shown him like cleaning off his like pack of squirrels or something. <laughs> like I don't know what they would have done. Like cleaning his crossbow or something. I don't know. Um, That's true. But I but I that did stick out to me. I was like, why why did we see who we saw and didn't see who we didn't see? Right. Um, but yeah. That is that is a great scene. It's 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 one of those rare moments of happiness for most of the of the characters, but yeah. it's uh it's one of those rare moments that you get in the show and that you hold on to because you know it's such a dread filled show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's awesome. I love it. Haley, what's uh, what's your favorite or best? No, no, it's favorite. What's your favorite, favorite moment or scene? Yeah, yeah. My favorite uh has to go to uh, again a very hard decision. Like Amanda said, that there are so many to pick from. Like, um, but. My favorite scene would probably have to be like toward the end when Andrea decided like that she thought she was staying and Dale came back and the fact that he was like at first he was like talking her out of it like Andrea no like he understood Jackie and at f- made no attempt to convince Jackie otherwise. <laughs> yep, no, he definitely didn't. He, <laughs> he just kind of like, looked at her. She was like, I don't want to be like Jim and Amy. And he was kind of like, okay, but Andrea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, him, like he obviously did not want to die in that hellfire, but he s- sat there like without like any sort of hesitation to like go back without her. And that just shows like how much he really does care for her. And that relationship, like, that's one of my favorite relationships in the show is Dale and Andrea. Because, like, I love Dale. And he was willing to... Enough to see him showering? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Do you really like him that much? I mean, it wouldn't hurt. (laughs) But, like, just to see him, like, there with Andrea. Like, that was just, like, that hit the heart. That really did. Yeah. Yeah, the, and, the line he says where you don't get to do that, come into someone's life, yeah. get them to care and then check out. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then like you see them come out and you realize that Andrea values Dale being able to live the rest of his life than yeah. uh, her wanting to see her sister, basically. Mm-hmm. And like that, like, wow, that that was a very like dramatic and well-executed scene yeah that hit the heart it hit the heart and you're not a big crier are you i'm not but a big you, crier you I, didn't, but you didn't cry during this no okay. like i get like i feel emotions like um, obviously but i don't get so sad that i cry unless it's something really like something that hits me personally amanda do you cry during the walking dead like have you shed insane amounts of tears no, there is actually only one scene in the whole show that has made me cry. Okay. What? Which is? Oh, um, when Lori dies. Ah. Oh. In childbirth. Uh, that scene, I know as a mother, is just 
Yeah. It's very emotional Ugh. moment. And I actually liked Lori. I know there's a lot of Lori haters <laughs> out there, but yep. I don't I don't hate her. You know, I saw a lot of her points of views about what happened, you know, between her and Rick and Shane. And I like her, you know, I, I like the character. Yep. Yeah. No, I, I pointed at, <laughs> at, at Haley, but that was just to make a point because I think in one of the episodes we recorded earlier, I was like, there's a lot of Lori haters oh, yeah. out there. I thought you were pointing at me because I hated Lori. No, I was no, like, no, when no, did no, I no, say no. that? That was just me bringing it back to when I said that. <laughs> oh. I was like, there's definitely a lot of Lori haters and Amanda just confirmed it. It's, yeah. yeah, there is, but I think she gets a lot of unnecessary hate. Um, I actually really like the character. Yeah, she definitely does. And have you ever met her in real no, life? No, I have not. No, I haven't been lucky enough to. No, it's, uh, she was, um, I went to the very first Walker stalker con in 2013 in Atlanta and she was, uh, she was the one that I met there. I met her and Norman Reedus and I, and ironically enough, I did not care at all about meeting Norman Reedus. I just did it for my, at the time girlfriend, she wanted, uh, she wanted his autograph. So I just kind of, I stood in line for three hours or whatever it was to, uh, to, to get the autograph, shook his hand. It was cool. It, just cool it but for some reason it, it 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 didn't do anything for i don't know i've never been on the daryl bandwagon i just never have been but when i met when i met sarah wayne callies i was a little starstruck she's insanely beautiful in yeah, real she life is. she's so gorgeous and she was wearing like a trucker hat and i'm a like a sucker <laughs> seriously i'm a sucker <laughs> for a for, for a really like just i like i love girls that wear trucker hats it's weird i don't know what it is <laughs> But like she was so down to earth, she, like her table wasn't that packed, and I guess that's because Lori haters. Uh, and I just went up to her, and she signed, and, and and it was just so it was so lovely, and it just made my made my whole event there. And um, I do love Lori as well. She's very she's very complicated, and it's it's tricky to figure out. You know, I, she might have a little bipolar in her from yeah. <laughs> from certain decisions she makes in season one of like saying hey you know you're gonna go get merle right and then two minutes later she'll be like you're going to get merle why would you do that <laughs> you know it's it's very uh it's very up and down in terms of Lori, but yeah that's a great scene that's funny i messaged Haley literally yesterday i think and i quoted the scene yeah that you just talked about i was like don't let the world spoil you yeah, yep yep but eddie what is your favorite it's great. scene uh, my favorite scene is more of a moment. Mm -hmm. um, that was me, by the way. I, I hit the table. Uh, I, I got so scared. Yeah, that was me. Um, it's when Jenner is pretty much saying goodbye to nobody, but he's looking at the photo of his wife. Oh. And, you know, he says uh, something along the lines of, I did the best I could with the time mm -hmm. I had. Um, I hope you know that. And then he stands up. And my favorite part of this whole thing is when he says, and this is a line that I still to this day use. To, like to this day, I'll, I'll quote it. I'll, I'll tell whoever I'm telling where it's from. And the line is, we always think there's going to be more time, dot, 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 then it runs out. And I have felt that so much in my life. And I always relate it back to, I'm like, damn, Jenner was a, he, he was a prophet because <laughs> <laughs> he knew I would feel this way. Like it's, there, nobody can not feel that where you think you have all this amounts of time with somebody somewhere and then somehow it just runs out and that's true you know it makes you kind of look at life in a different way when you when you say that you know you think there's more time and then it runs out so appreciate the time you have mm -hmm. very cliche but it you know it's just i love that i love that line if yeah. anything from that moment i love that line no that's a good one that is a yeah, good one it's a good one it's yeah. a very deep it's deep, so deep uh, it, it's so deep and i i love jenner i love <laughs> jenner i really wish he would have lived i really do 
Yeah. He, he, I don't know how he would have fit into the group. I was just going to say. I really don't know how he would have fit in, like, in terms of survival abilities. But, I mean, maybe he would have gone on to season two and then had a Dale situation happen to him. But, Aww. you know, I don't, like, I just wanted more with him. Or, like, a, on this episode right now, we're starting a petition for a, 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 a Jenner prequel. I want a Jenner. <laughs> all these spinoffs they're doing, right? Can we get a Jenner prequel? Can I'll we, take can, it. That would be cool. Can we get Noah Emmerich back? I'll take... <laughs> Like a short scene of like the CDC going down. Uh oh, like uh, like maybe one of those web series that they've done. Yeah, something like that. Like I'd like to see that. That would have been cool if they'd done a web series. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Anyways, R.I.P. Jenner. You will always be missed. And Jackie. <laughs> and Jackie. Yeah, poor Jackie. She never really got to develop in in no. terms of a character either. But anyways, least favorite scene or moment from season six. Season six, season episode six. six, episode six. Where are you? What do you got, Amanda? Um. Well, um, if any. Yeah, uh, there is one for me. Uh, my least favorite scene would have to be when Shane attacks Lori in the rec room. I second um, that amendment. <laughs> you, yeah, it's just a very uncomfortable scene. Um, uh, it's very well acted, though, between John and Sarah. I mean, very emotional, very raw, very well acted between both of them. It's just very uncomfortable to see him attack her that way. And yeah, and you know, definitely that one I think is my least favorite scene from that episode. That's funny you say that because that was also mine. And Eddie could vouch for me because as soon as like, I knew that scene was coming. I knew it. Mm -hmm. And like, it just kind of, like, was blocked out of my brain until I started watching the episode again. And as soon as, like, Shane slammed the door to assert his presence, I from then on, I just kind of, like... You literally curled up. I did. Into like, a ball. I did. I just got, like, I physically got nauseous. Just, like, anything that has to do, like, with stuff like that, like, in any sort of TV show or movie, just makes me, like, wretch. Like, I get so... Like uncomfortable, yeah. Like I, yeah. it, it kind of ruined my mood. Like I got like anxious. Yeah, because I remember I would like turn to you and say something like a like a little comment or a funny notes or whatever, and you just you were silent for uh, mm -hmm. like a lot of that, and I was like, ooh, I think yeah. I know why. I think I know why. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's <sighs> a very intense scene. It's just very intense. It makes you uncomfortable as the viewer to see her in that situation with him and then, doing like, that. But but let me ask you both because I'm curious what your answers are. Since that's your, uh, since you both agree that's your least favorite scene, do you think that that is the moment Shane becomes quote unquote the antagonist of of the story so far, or is there an earlier time or a later time? Uh, earlier. There's an earlier time for earlier. you. I agree with Haley. Earlier. Earlier. Is it when he puts him in the the crosshairs? No. No. I I think it was the moment that Rick came back. Like, and yeah. mm -hmm. Lori was like, oh my God, my husband's here. And But he didn't really necessarily become the antagonist, did but, he? He was just sort of like, I now think, he's now but, he has to understand that things have changed. I, I would say, but like you see in a scene before that, them doing the deed. And I think from then on, it like at least for me personally, I don't know about you, Amanda, but that was kind of when I was like, Oh, so Shane. Mm -hmm. Like, oh no, this is going to be trouble. Yeah, yeah, like he took advantage of his wife, unknowingly so. 
but yes I felt that way too you yeah that he liked her he took advantage it's just in the body language too between them like her realizing that he lied to me Mm -hmm. but did he or that he left Rick for dead you know okay I was gonna say he didn't really lie either he's because we see it in that flashback right we see he does try I mean yeah he does try he does and but I think in that moment he's not sure if Rick is really dead or not but he leaves them there and assumes that he is and he goes ahead and tells Lori that it's all about the assumption true true you know what they say uh assume if you assume makes an ass out of you and me yep yeah assuming Mm -hmm. makes an ass out of you and me it's definitely not a it's not it's not black and white uh, right. any of this thing. Yeah. I don't think that when she comes back, he's instantly the antagonist. I think it could be argued that once he puts Rick in his crosshairs, mm-hmm. now he's the antagonist. Cause now he just potentially, uh, contempl- about killing him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he just contemplated yeah. killing his best friend. Yeah. And, and over what too? And over what? Uh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when he's starting to let the jealousy take over. Yeah, and, I, yeah. And, and it's not it's not my quote or my uh, my term, but I I stole this from Honest Trailers when when it cuts to Dale. <laughs> that's Dale face. I love Dale face. <laughs> I do too. Do you know about that, Amanda? Like the Honest Trailers? Yes. Well, and there's a GIF you can search on Facebook, and you can put Dale face, and it actually uh, has like Dale's making all these faces. I love Dale face. It's I love so that. good. It's so good. Uh, yeah, so it, it's it's up for interpretation, but I guess everybody has their own when he mm-hmm. becomes the antagonist in, mm-hmm. in the story. Mm-hmm. And I actually want to say, for the record, I actually do like Shane's character, although I don't like him in that scene that we just talked about. Overall, I like his character. Yeah, I feel the I, I same know. way. He's complicated. He brings he makes things interesting on the show. I feel the same way, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, he's not my favorite character, but I do like his character. It regardless of that yeah i think once you get further down the series you really realize how valuable shane was to not only the the characters themselves but to the story and in in terms of what john bernthal brought to to the show and that he was sort of lost a little too soon you know i know he only lasts six issues in the comic but i'm really as much as they could i'm really happy they extended it to season two at least Mm -hmm. um but uh yeah so what I was going to say is it's hard to choose anything other than that. It's like, what you actually like that scene, Eddie? Like if, <laughs> like if you, like if you, like if you choose anything other than that, like you're okay. Like I'm not advocating for that scene. I'm not no. saying that. Like, I wouldn't that scene, think, I yeah. wouldn't think that. Thank you. <laughs> like that scene is wrong. It's, it's, there's a whole lot wrong there. Is it my least favorite scene? I don't think that it qualifies for a least favorite just because it actually adds a lot of layers. Yeah. Like now things have really gotten interesting because Shane is willing to, and yes, he's a little tipsy or totally drunk, uh, but he's willing to go to that degree mm-hmm. to quote unquote, and I don't know why we keep saying quote unquote. <laughs> I think that's the fourth time we've said quote unquote, uh, but to show his love for Lori. Yeah, you know, like, it's, I love yeah. you. It's so, it's, uh, it's not my least favorite. Um, yeah. Like it adds to the plot. It's just the content and like the way he, which he did that is what makes it for me and most likely Amanda, like that just makes it like a, a hard scene to watch that i'd rather not like i was almost gonna ask you to skip it to be honest really yeah that's i mean much. i agree i mean if you want to like don't ever feel like you can like anything makes you uncomfortable just say skip it i've seen the show a thousand times so <laughs> <laughs> i don't need to see it either but then what would you say your least favorite scene is 
I don't want to sound like a broken record because we just recorded episode five. I don't have anything that I don't like about this episode. Really? Yeah. Perfect episode? But again, with episode five, so Amanda, we just recorded episode five. I had nothing wrong with, like, there was nothing wrong with that episode, but it's not a perfect episode either, I don't think. Um, So episode five, I think, kind of drags a little bit. There's Mm -hmm. really not a whole lot going on in that episode in terms of story progression, Mm -hmm. um, except for the end when they go to the CDC. But anyways... I don't know that there's anything in here that I'm like, ah, I don't like it. I don't, I, I seriously think, cause it's in one of, it's in my top 10 episodes of right. all time. And I think that coming from episode five with a little like drag, there's a lot going on in this episode. This episode makes episode five look like, yeah. Yeah. Like almost, <laughs> almost forgettable in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. But is it a perfect, ah, oh, man, maybe it is a perfect episode. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, Without that one scene. Maybe, maybe, okay, maybe uh, this is when like the filmmaking side of me comes into play. Maybe the effects at the end are yeah, a little the CGI d- dated and you can <laughs> really tell that it's like, wow, they had a, they definitely had a budget on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, always, whenever I see this episode, um, when the CDC blows up and you see the swirling of the fire, like I'm like when you first see it like conjure up, like when you're seeing the outside shot. Oh, when it's coming through the, the window that, that. Not the burst of it, but when it's like starting and then it goes. That's always something that's. Yeah. It's just like, oh my God, that's so <laughs> bad. <laughs> you know, but again, you know, they, it, it was a small show. AMC maybe didn't have a lot of faith in it, you know, and as the, as, as it goes on, they definitely get a lot, lot better with yeah. their, with their, with their effects. So. Yeah, I don't really have anything that I don't like about this episode. That's a fair. That's yeah. fair. Um, and again, not not advocating for Shane and Lori's scene, but no. I'm okay with it being in there just because of what it does for the story. Correct. So that's okay. Um, MVP of the episode. The, so the most valuable player, the character <laughs> that really deserves the uh, the quote unquote. There it is again. Five medal of honor. What do you got, Abed? Um, Carol. Ooh. Carol okay. or giving Rick the grenade that saves everybody. Mm. True that. Yes. True that. Yeah. Rick, I was doing your laundry the other day and guess I I, I just I just found this grenade. Uh, yes. <laughs> just happened to be there. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I would have loved to see a deleted scene of her finding it. Like, did she react away? Like, was she calm about it? Was she like, oh, this is normal? I mean, he was a policeman. Grenades? <laughs> I mean, he has all I like guns. that she thought ahead to keep the grenade. That's and true. she didn't tell anybody. She's just like, oh, I'm going to keep this because I might need it for myself later. That's true. Yeah. Yep. I love Carol. Who knows? She might have found it when Ed was still alive. And she was like, maybe I'll need it when Ed gets maybe. a little too aggressive. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Here, honey, hold this. <laughs> <laughs> go oh, walk go, go walk you. over there plant it <laughs> what the hell is this uh um yeah that's carol could be the mvp i uh what's funny about these segments i don't know about you guys but i really don't think about it during the episode i, I don't I'm, either i'm kind of just thinking about it now <laughs> me too <laughs> so i kind of have to stall i kind of have to go uh uh no i do too <laughs> sound like a walker <laughs> um but uh what's your mvp um Oh no! <laughs> uh oh! Uh, um, I got one. No, it's just me going. Um. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Uh, uh. <laughs> what you got? Um, I I want to say I know who yours is. Okay. But um, I'm going with. Do you want to go first then? <laughs> you want me to go first? <laughs> yeah. Totally. That's totally fine. 
My MVP of this episode, as shocking as it might be, is uh, Jenner. I knew that. And it's not, I so and, knew that. And, 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 but you could argue, like, how? Like, how is he the most valuable player? I just knew you were going to say that. Well, one, he offers up some form of answer, right? Mm-hmm. He kind of gives us really good exposition in, the, in this episode. So it's, it's valuable to the audience. It's valuable to go forward with, okay, so now we know a little bit more about this thing. Whatever this thing is, we kind of know a little bit more. And we wouldn't know about it. Well, it's it's Jenner and Vi, right? Vi, right. the security system. Thank God for Vi. <laughs> um, so maybe it's like a Jenner slash Vi, right? Without Jenner, you don't have Vi. But I just love the character of Jenner because he's he is he is the exposition. He he gives you some form of an answer, and not only that, but he does let them out at the end. He does say, "Okay, well, look, I told you the front doors." Those are kind of like like you're kind of screwed when you get to the front doors, but I'll let you pass this first layer, and and then of course, jumping way ahead to season seven. Spoiler alert: uh, season seven, episode one, is my all time favorite Walking Dead episode. Rightfully so. And the name of that episode comes from this episode. The day will come when you won't be, and that comes from Jenner. And uh, I just love that. I love that it ties in there. he tells Rick everyone's infected. That's a big plot thing that comes in in season two. I mean, he is the most valuable player in this episode because he has so much information and he names the, the best episode, in my opinion, of The Walking Dead <laughs> indirectly. So it's Edwin Jenner. Yeah, that's a good one. That is a good one. What you got? Uh, you see, the reason why I stall is because I was kind of debating between two. Okay. But I'm going with who I think just kind of tips the scale a little bit more. I was going to say Lori. Ooh. Because like... Explain. Well, first of all, in the scene that both me and Amanda hate, um, she like... uh, The way she fights and like her... Not only her acting, but just like she was strong enough to actually physically hurt him. Like draw blood on him. And like... Not only is she just like a strong woman for doing that, but like she also just keeps it to herself and she stays composed. And I find that like, like metal worthy. But not only that, but when um, the clock's ticking down and um, the they're like about to die, she says something that really stuck with me. I can't remember the exact quote, but it was something along the lines of like. Um, something like, uh, oh God, it was like, you have a chance, you had a chance, like you had a choice, let us have ours. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. It was something like that as she's like hugging Carl and like, God, I wish I could remember the exact line, (laughs) but that like really like besides like Rick, like convincing him, like, come on, man, like we got to get out. I feel like that was like one of the main selling points for him to say, okay. Yeah. And I just thought she was like, I like I used to hate Lori. I used to be one of the Lori haters. But rewatching it now, I have found that like knowing what I know about her, like having seen her like in later in the later season. Excuse me. Um, I found like I can have sympathy for her. Yeah. And I like I like her and Especially like I like the line where she um they give Carl a sip of wine and he's like, Ew 
He's like, yeah, that's my boy. That's my boy. Yep, yep. She, she <laughs> says, that's my boy. I always wondered, uh, Amanda, you might know this. Do you know if they actually gave Chandler Riggs wine? I don't know. No. Yeah, me neither. I would love to know. <laughs> was that really wine? Because <laughs> like, seriously, like that probably was the easiest way because to get a real reaction out of him, you know, just just give him real wine. <laughs> the camera zooms out. He's like sicking his tongue out. Yeah, like <laughs> That's a genuine reaction. That's some, that's some great acting right there. Um, I thought that was so cute. Yeah. There's a lot of MVPs that, you know, as we've been doing this podcast, we've noticed like it's, it's really hard to narrow down one person in particular, but yeah. you know, when you have at, in this case, three people on the podcast, you'll, you'll get three different answers, which is really cool. So, um, yeah, it's 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 definitely. Also, I I just want to mention this because I don't know where else we could mention this in terms of segments, but the the heaviness of the final moments of this episode oh cannot be understated in terms of what Bear McCreary does with music, what um, Noah Emmerich and forgive me who plays whoever plays Jackie. I'm I'm not familiar with oh, the actress's name. I remember reading it in the credits and um, I forgot it. But we'll just call her Jackie. Those three, like those elements in terms of what it signified to me is like, man, they are, they are literally strangers. They've never met before and they are going to accept death and they're going to hold each other's hands as they do it. And that's going to be their final moments. And as she's like, you could see her face when she grabs his hand, when she grabs his hand and like, she's crying, but she's smiling and like that almost feels like a little too like not like acting, like a little too genuine. Yeah, it felt really. It was like, uh, uh, is she alive still? Yeah, <laughs> like, it's just kind of like, is she okay? <laughs> did they? Did the, like, I really hope that this wasn't method acting here. Um, yeah, it's just it's so beautiful. Like you can read it on her face. Like, God. You're, she's saying like with like through her face that it's okay. Yeah. We'll be okay. Yeah, I can't. Oh man, it's it's it, it's it's goosebump inducing. Seriously, it, it really is. I don't know about anybody else, but I just, I got like, I just knew I had to talk about that for a second because geez, like it's, it, it, the show is filled with emotional moments, but man, like for, for season one, mm-hmm. you know, to get to that point, I was like, wow, this yeah. is a special show, you know? Yeah. And, and it's a zombie show. Right. It's like, geez. Especially with this ending. Like I remember when I first got to this point, like way back years ago, I was like, man, I'm, I want to go to season two right away. Right. Like, yeah. It's very easy to make it like I got here for what? Like how you said about Black Summer, you finished the season. You're like, <laughs> OK, like did it really want you to make the walk good? Did it really make you want to watch the next season? But this one for me, I was like, man, I am yeah. so happy I got to this point. Amanda, have you seen Black Summer on Netflix? I have, yes. I mean, it's been a while since I've seen it, but I saw when they first premiered it on Netflix. What are your thoughts on it real quick? I'm just curious. <laughs> okay. I like it because I, I, I love zombie movies. Yep. And so I, I enjoy Black Summer, but it's nowhere near as good as The Walking Dead. No. Nah. And but there are a lot of scenes that I find just funny in Black Summer. Like, <laughs> do you remember that one character who's just like that one guy who's like always running away from them? And like, it's just like kind of constantly he's running. Yeah. I think his character name is Lance. I think that's, that's who it is. He kind of looks like Seth Rogen or. Yes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I believe that's him. Yeah. 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 And I just found that funny. And every time I saw him running, I laughed. (laughs) Well, well, you know, exactly. And you know, what was really cool about that was, um, he, there, there's a scene in here where he, uh, he's, he's coming up to the zombie and he's finally gotten the courage to like, all right, I'm going to take this thing on. And he has like a pickaxe in his hand 
and he goes up like he goes to like raise it and come down on the on the zombie and the like the pickaxe gets hooked up on something that he's next to and <laughs> and then it makes a noise and then the zombie like sees him and starts chasing him again <laughs> i love that moment because honestly I feel like it's that's so real. Yes, thank you, thank you. I feel like that is so real. That is something that would happen to me, at least. <laughs> I yeah, would... we're not all going to be badasses in the ZA. We're going to yeah. be falling all over the place and screaming. I so. love. I did love that moment, but then I counter that with towards the end of the season. It seems like everybody is this like insanely badass. They all know how to work guns. They're like. They're running like they aren't they're not, they're not running out of ammo at all. And <laughs> seriously, like like I know you haven't seen it, Ailey, but it's like, wow, how did you guys all become experts in guns so quickly? I really want to see it. It's a it's 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 a pretty good show. But The Walking Dead is better. It just oh, yeah. it sucks on characterization. Black Summer. It really yeah, sucks on yeah. characterization. I don't care about any of those characters <laughs> by the end of it. Seriously, I really don't. Um but anyways, this isn't a Black Summer podcast. That's sort of one of the running jokes of this podcast. This isn't a Black Summer podcast. Um, we still are a Walking Dead podcast. We still are. So that's the MVP. And now into arguably the most fun. That didn't make sense. Do we, oh, no. Okay, so I'm curious. Between the three of us, do we have anything that doesn't make sense? Ooh, I have something off the bat. Um, <laughs> um, so there was when... They, when all the power first started shutting down around like the 30 minute mark with the clock still left, um, they got there and Rick was like, what happens at 28 minutes? And they were talking and they were figuring it all out. And like, uh, well, they were talking, they were screaming first and it cuts and then it cuts back to like, um, Daryl trying to bang the door open and suddenly there's 11 minutes left. Are you serious? Yes. Yes. Wow. I did not notice that. There, I'm always very conscious of that, like in shows and movies, because I'm like, how much time? And then, so it's a continuity thing. Yes, it's a continuity thing. And then when Daryl, like, and I'm just like, oh, maybe they're not really paying attention to that, or not Daryl, Dale. And I'm like, maybe they're not, um, just paying attention to time or whatever. Like, um, maybe they're just like, it's not that important to know how much long is left. But then when Dale's with Andrea, um, well. When they first start running out, when Jenner opens the door, there are four minutes and some seconds left. And from that time up until the explosion, you're trying to tell me that that was only four minutes. Okay. Well, you know, I've also struggled with that too, not only in shows like this or like movies, but it's, I, I don't necessarily think it doesn't make sense or that it's a continuity thing. I think it's, uh, you know, they're not doing this in real time oh yeah like the show is not done in real time right so we as the audience have to uh okay so the, so the clock went from this to this right and we we only saw a minimal amount of action between them so in our minds it doesn't make sense because it's like there was only a little bit of action in between when we saw the clock and now we're seeing mm-hmm. and there's a drastic change in the clock mm-hmm. but that's that action is you know what I like you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm just saying like uh not that it's in real time. I'm just trying to say like for the show's sake. Like not like okay, pause the rec- the show here and then let's fast forward to when and let's count the actual seconds. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying like uh you're trying to tell me that they did all of this. Oh, in I see four what you're minutes. saying. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. So the actions they did yeah, like, you don't think they could accomplish in 4 minutes. Yeah, like from the time like um they were they ran out of the door 
to them banging against the windows and Carol realizing there was a grenade. Oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> come on. That what was you, four and a half minutes. Do you, what do you think, Amanda? Do you like, did, did, did that stick out to you or? Um, no, I didn't even notice that. I was still <laughs> into the episode that I didn't notice. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Yeah. It's funny how some people will notice that and then other people will be like, huh? What are you talking about? Well, Amanda, <laughs> do you have anything off the bat that doesn't make sense? Um, no, I don't think I have anything to add on, on this part. So I was thinking, um, we were talking about it and we didn't look it up like we said we would, but, um, the, the idea of the CDC, their last measure blowing up. Oh yeah. That's the last measure of the CDC is blowing, is blowing itself up. Like, I don't, like, I don't know it to me, it doesn't make sense because, I understand that you have a lot of bad things that you're containing in this building that you're trying to keep from the public. And even Jenner says, like, we have, like, weaponized smallpox, uh, yeah. Ebola strains. Yeah, yeah, really bad stuff that you don't want getting out ever. Like, I understand that. But I'm thinking of this, right? So, like, let's just say the zombie apocalypse hadn't happened and it's just a normal day mm-hmm. and something happens. Mm-hmm. Granted, I know it, it's going to count down, but just the idea that it could get to the point of it blowing up right <laughs> I, why don't you look is up? alarming it's <laughs> it's like I, why would i want to work for a place that i know could potentially blow up itself yeah that's true not from a terrorist attack or it's just it could decide itself. to blow up because it feels like it's unsafe self destructs yeah i don't know to me it just felt like i understand it's a finale you mm-hmm. want to make a point you want to have a literal explosion at the end yeah or else like go out with a bang if that <laughs> If that didn't happen, then they really wouldn't have any reason to leave. To leave, exactly. So it's I I understand it from a writing perspective. Like, how do we get them out of here? Um, but I wonder if that's a real thing. I do wonder if that's a real technique. I, I would be I would be shocked. I'd be like, wow, <laughs> it could blow up. <laughs> Where's our uh, just to keep us producer? safe? And then everyone around it, when it blows up, well, you're screwed. <laughs> Where's our technical producer to look things up for us? Yeah. I don't have a Jamie like from Joe Rogan's podcast. <laughs> I need a Jamie. Look that up. Um, that didn't make sense to me. And I've also heard this argued uh, from from other fans that the whole idea of Vi doesn't necessarily make sense. Like, not the fact that like an AI talking to you, because we have that with Siri and Alexa. But, you know, at the time, 2010, yeah. You know, to have something like that is that is that something that's actually yeah, and controlling the whole place. I don't know. It's just gripes. Maybe maybe it does make sense, and it's just gripe worthy. Yeah. But um, yeah, there's really nothing in here that doesn't make sense. I guess really is there? Yeah, uh, minor things. I guess don't like little, yeah, little tiny minor things. Yeah. No. Nothing. Yeah. Anyways, so that's uh that doesn't make sense. And so now we're going to round it out with uh the walker of the season. So this is the point where I say Amanda, do you, do you do you have something that you want to add to this or do you feel like you don't really um Um well, I do have a favorite walker from season 1. There we go. Um, Yay. It's actually um a lot of fans refer to this one as the city walker. It's the one that you that Rick sees when he's first entering Atlanta on horseback, and it's kind of in the bus, and you see it like just kind of like watching him. Jim Carrey, and it's wearing this suit. Jim Carrey, it's the one that looks yeah, like Jim. Yeah, Carrey. the one that looks like Jim Carrey. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that one's my favorite Walker because he's just kind of like watching, like almost like in just this creepy, eerie way, like me, like watching, almost like thinking, like there's still something in there. 
and I don't know. I just find that one really creepy and unsettling. Yeah, like he's almost yeah. like the like the puppet master in a way of uh of uh the hordes of zombies <laughs> and walkers in in Atlanta. Like he's the because like they do keep cutting to him. It's it, it is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's always just watching. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> he's just watching. He's just like. Are my minions like he like he's the Gru and they're the minions and it's like are my minions doing the dirty Ew. work? Seriously, like seriously, like he's. Oh, I hate the minions. Yeah, I hate the minions. Yeah, minions are weird, but he he definitely comes off like he's in control, right? <laughs> and 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 Amanda makes a really good point that he just looks like he has something left in there, you know. That is true. And that's something that season one we've talked about this a little bit. They they really in season one try to humanize or try to humanize the the walkers more so than they ever did. Also the fact that it's sitting down. Like He is sitting down just kind of chilling, isn't he? Whenever like you see them normally they're just kind of meandering. Like you don't really see them sitting there. True. Yeah. Is he relaxing? He's pretty unique. Yeah, he is pretty unique. And he even got a, a Funko Pop, I think. I think he, he has did? a Funko Pop. I think there's a Funko of him, right? I have no idea. I have no idea. I don't know. Do you collect uh, any of those Funko Pops or anything like in terms of merchandise? Um, no, I, I have some things like T-shirts and coffee mugs. Okay. Um, but no, I, I don't collect any of the Funko Pops. Yeah, I'm... they're cute though. I just never got into collecting those. Oh, that's all. Oh, that's a dangerous <laughs> rabbit hole, Amanda. Consider yourself lucky. <laughs> Consider is. yourself lucky. I know. I don't. I used to have a lot, but I know Haley has. I have how so. many. I have about like know. 120. Jesus, something. that's too many. And they're in boxes too, <laughs> so that's that's more boxes. space. <laughs> oh yeah, they're all in my closet. Jeez. Not my new one. I just moved. Yeah, yeah. And I did not bring them along because I was so afraid of the boxes getting damaged. That's so important to me is to have a good box. Yeah, well, you need that like the protective cases because I yeah. have a Shane. I'm pointing at the uh, it's, a, it's a New York Comic Con exclusive Shane because they never made a Shane pop except for this one. And uh, yeah, so, but you need that like protective thing around it. But I'm pretty sure to round this back, I'm pretty sure your favorite walker has a, a Funko Pop. And uh, that'd be pretty cool. Take it to Jim Carrey, be like, can you sign this? <laughs> He's <laughs> this, like, why? This is my favorite role of yours. <laughs> I wasn't in The Walking Dead. Um, do you have a favorite uh, or do you have a walker of the season? I do. Go ahead. It's, I can't remember the episodes because like they kind of like, the numbers don't really stick with me. They all kind of merge. Yeah, I want to say it's three, but I could be wrong. Okay. Um, it's when they're at the mountaintop and they hear like, no, actually it's Carl screaming back like, there's a, there's a walker. Okay. Yep. And, I know this one. <laughs> and, Greg Nicotero. It's Greg yeah, Nicotero, I believe. Yeah. But I, not because it's him. Or potentially him, but because of how Daryl kills it. And I'm just like, man, I wish that was me. <laughs> well, Dale is the one that cuts the head off, right? Or Dale. Did I say Daryl? Yeah, I meant Daryl. Da- I, I can, I, <laughs> shut up. It's fine. I, I meant Dale. Yeah, I yeah. Meant he, Dale. yeah he, he decapitates that thing. He definitely gets a really good moment. Yeah, I, I like that scene. I love that scene. I, and as much as you don't like it, I like the blood splatter on the camera. Oh, Amanda. <laughs> okay, Amanda, do you like blood splatter on the camera? Like, do you like that effect? Yeah, sometimes. It's oh, pretty cool. Takes me out of it, Thank man. You. I'm like, I'm like, I, I already know I'm watching a show, and now I just know that it hit the lens. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, got to pretend you're there in that moment, and it just hits you in the face. Hits me in the <laughs> eye. <laughs> that's a good, okay. That's a good yeah, way to look at it. I like, And I like the fact that, um, not to 
cut you off from the blood splatter thing. Go ahead. But, um, I like the fact that not only is it like Daryl, not Daryl, God, Dale, Dale's like best to kill, but it's the fact that like they needed four guys for that one walker that's just enjoying its deer. And I just think that's so <laughs> funny. Yeah. Yep. And um, like how far we progress from him, like needing four guys with, yeah, right? Like they're all like, oh, oh God, one Walker, and he's distracted. Here we go again, but uh, back to Black Summer for a second. I, that's something I loved about Black Summer. It was really hard for them to take down those things, and I guess I got to agree that it would be kind of hard, right? It and and if for no other reason, then we're all kind-hearted humans, and now we have to suddenly become violent right and we have to hit another human mm-hmm. right that's hard enough i mean i don't know about you guys but like i've never actually <laughs> punched a person right so now i have to i have to do this and i have, I have to them. i have to kill them so that's that like that's another element of black summer i really like how hard it is for them to and that's why that guy keeps running away <laughs> <laughs> see i didn't think they brought like all those guys to kill that one wonker because they were afraid of killing a human i just thought they were afraid because of its like they didn't know what they were going into. Correct. Yeah. And I just think it's funny how far we progressed in the show from yeah. that. Yeah, that that you'll go from that to to Rick in season six when Carl gets shot and then he goes right. out into Alexandria and he yes. almost single handedly, although he does get help later on, he just he just takes them all Hacking. down. He hacks away. <laughs> it is crazy. It is it, 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 the evolution, it's funny. Um my walker of the season is uh it's sound it could sound like a cop out but i mean the emotion that's attached to it is why i love it and it's hannah aka bicycle girl um the effect is oh. is a, the effect is incredible the, the, the when you look at that effect it still blows my mind that it, half of that is cgi and they just had to you know they had to remove her legs right. digitally so when yeah. you see her actually on set she's wearing like blue pants Mm -hmm. and then they digitally remove her and it's seamless it's so good but i love the moment when rick is like i'm sorry this happened to you because you don't really get a whole lot of that as the show Mm -hmm. goes on right but for that one moment as he's still literally a human (laughs) for all (laughs) intents and purposes he he's feeling sympathy and he takes a moment and plus her design is just god and her in real life She's she's like one of those actors that she has like she has a very defining feature in her face. She mm-hmm. has a very defined face. Like you've seen like the video of them putting her makeup on, right? No. You haven't? No, 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 no. I didn't yeah, know. There's about like that. a behind the scene thing on like YouTube and it's them like putting her makeup on, putting like her chest piece and oh, like cool. it's so interesting. You have to see it. Yeah. We're gonna look it up. <laughs> we'll look it up. Um but uh she is definitely I think the walker of the season. I mean That's not a cop out. Oh, but some people will be like, oh, of course, Bicycle Girl. You know, she's the iconic one. I mean, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, well, I guess it's between her and Teddy Bear oh, Girl. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Besides her design, she's I like I never understood the picking of the Teddy Bear thing. Yeah, no. Do you have any thoughts on that, Amanda? Like why she picked up the Teddy Bear? Um, no. I, it's other than to make it, I think, more creepier, more emotional. True. Um, to make it feel more, you know, more like he was, you know, putting down a child. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's maybe what they were going for was just to hit us, hit <laughs> us in the feels as much as they can. Right out of the gate. Yeah. And, and, and true. So you could look at it two different ways. She either is holding the teddy bear immediately right from the get go and then he kills her. Or is it more powerful if 
you know, there's that little bit of humanity still left in her and she's, oh, there's my teddy bear. Let me get it. Right. And then he kills her. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's, I'm so happy they kind of uh, <laughs> abandoned that, you know, and kind of yeah. went more towards, I guess you could say the classic zombie. Yeah, sort like brain more dead. To, more, yeah, mindless kind of thing. Um, so, oh man, we did it. We did it. We, we need a sound effect for this one. I don't know if you can hear that, Amanda. There's a cheering going on behind us. <laughs> we did it. We did season one and we rounded it out with our very first guest, Amanda McKenzie Hernandez. She was like, you can introduce me as Amanda Hernandez or Amanda McKenzie Hernandez. And I just like the roll of the tongue from those three words and those three names. So uh, I, for me, you'll always be... three syllables. Yeah, well, for me, you'll always be Amanda McKenzie Hernandez. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. Yeah, absolutely. And so uh, for anyone that's on Facebook, definitely, uh, if you're not already, go check out The Walking Dead After Hour. And you're also a part of another group, The Walking Dead Family. There's a lot of groups out there, but um, I really do like the community that's in After Hour because uh, it's hard to find that in in 2021. Jeez, we're in <laughs> 2021. And it's hard to find that and that kind of supports and... Um, it's just really cool. When did you like? When did you start this group? Um, well, actually, my best friend Rodney started it um, probably almost four years ago, and then I joined. I joined him, and we've been running it together with an awesome admin and mod team. And uh, our main focus is um, to provide the fans a safe and kind place to just discuss the show. Aww. Haley's considering joining Facebook. (laughs) Really? You should. We'd love to have you. Oh, my heart. (laughs) (laughs) I'm serious. Like, she looks like she's melting right now. Um, But yeah, so it's a great, it's seriously really fun. And um, thank you so much for uh, just allowing me to even remotely, quote unquote, six times. promote the podcast i don't even know if that's a quote unquote you need that in there but anyways i don't know what i'm doing uh but thank you for like allowing that and then of course just uh, agreeing to come on and and uh and give us your perspective and you're incredibly well spoken i was sort of worried like you're always worried like are they going to be able to you know hold their own and and you definitely were able to uh to hold your own here so yeah amanda you were great oh thank you i was so nervous i know i was we were all nervous. Yeah. That's the funny thing. <laughs> we were all nervous, but um, and you're always welcome back on. I I I I feel like that's you know yeah. that, but I feel like I, we just have to say that for contractual obligation. Uh, <laughs> you can always come back on here anytime you like because uh, you're you're you know you're you're the first, so you always can come back on here. You are special. Oh, thank to you. Us. I appreciate that. All right. So, um, is there a, like besides the besides the group itself? Is there any social media you want to promote or not really? Um, no, just the group. Okay. I will have the link in the description, so definitely check it out, guys. And uh, thank you, Amanda. We're going to round it out here, but we'll uh, we'll let you go. I know you're busy, and you're a mom of three kids, which is crazy. And oh, yeah. uh, somehow you find time to do stuff like this, which is awesome. But I know you have a, a great husband as well. So We appreciate uh, you. All right. So thank you so much for coming on, and definitely please come back. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It was so much fun. You guys are awesome. Thank you. All right. Bye, Amanda. Bye, Bye Amanda. Uh, 
I love it. Aww. She's so sweet. She seriously is sweet. She is uh, so sweet. You know, certain people come into your life and this sounds weird because like I've never met her, but you know, she was like one of the first people that commented on the first post I ever made in there. And Aww. of course she stuck out because she had the administrator thing next to her. Right. So I was like, okay, all right. We got one of the, uh, the administrators talking in here. So, um, but guys, we did it. We did season we one. Did this is crazy. It's uh, it feels like the end of one half or one fourth or one eighth or one eleventh, one eleventh, one eleventh, <laughs> one eleventh of uh, of this journey. But uh, there's plenty more to come. Uh, there is. Um, before we round it out, uh, just kind of letting you guys know. Obviously, do the things you do with podcasts. I feel like we don't have to say that every time, but <laughs> here it is: subscribe, follow, like, comment, share, rate, review, all that stuff. Um, in between, like we talked about in episode five, we'll hopefully be doing bonus stuff just yeah. to kind of, you know, break up uh, the monotony. We don't want Walking Dead to ever become something that we're like, oh God, we got to do another Walking Dead episode. You know, we want to keep it special. Mm-hmm. Too, mu- like, too much yeah. of anything is bad. I was just going to say that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Too much of anything is bad. So in between seasons, we're going to just kind of maybe have a bonus episode or two. Mm-hmm. Nothing crazy. And uh, hopefully you guys dig it. If you do, please let us know. Call us anchor.fm slash don't dead podcast. The links are in every episode as well as the description of the podcast itself. And you can email us don't dead podcast at gmail.com. Um, please let us know of any segments you would like us to do because we're, we're really trying to figure out more interesting segments. I, as each season comes out, I would like to have a new segment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think for season two, we should have all the ones we have plus a new one. Right. Right. So it kind of gives it a new kind of fresh take. Yeah. So if you guys have any suggestions, let us know what you would like a segment to be and we'll consider it. We can't promise, but uh, we will definitely consider it. Yeah. I'm also waiting on you to come up with one. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Bold of you to assume I think. Hey, if you can come up with that insane cover design, I think you can come up with a segment. I'm an art student, not a, <laughs> I, I don't think. Not a science major. <laughs> <laughs> no thought, head empty. No. Oh. Are you telling me your brain looks like the walker after it it, after the lights go out? It absolutely no. does. <laughs> Not mm. even when it's like reanimating, just dark. <laughs> no, no lights, no synapse. Uh, dark. Man. I told Eddie that if you were to shake my head around, it'd sound like a maraca. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need to install a sound effect for that. That'd be funny. Just me whenever I act dumb. <laughs> Haley, you're acting dumb. <laughs> No, I would never say that. I would never say that. Um, but you'd think it. I actually would never think it. Seriously, like, um, without getting sentimental here, Haley, seriously, like, it means a lot to me, first of all, okay? I've tried to do other podcasts before with co-hosts, and they never worked out because either, A, the person wasn't as passionate, or that's just it. <laughs> they just they just weren't as passionate. Like, I, I created the idea, right? I would I would hand it to them. I'd be like, yo, do you, do you think you want to do this with me? They'd be like... Yeah, sure. And then for whatever reason, it just, it tanked, right? This is something that I was, I was a little afraid to do because I was like, here we go again. So of course she says she's in. And (laughs) then two episodes later, it's like, I'm like, Hey, can we record this day? Oh no, sorry. I got, uh, I got this going. What about this day? And then you don't reciprocate by going, well, maybe we can't do this day, but that day, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I was, I was thinking all these things. I was like, what if that happens here? But it's not that. You're seriously someone who is dedicated. You're passionate. You're on the same level as me. It's amazing. It 
humble. It's seriously, it's like, it's really special and very rare. Like I said, in one of our texts to, to find somebody like that. So <laughs> you're we'll ET it here. ET right yeah. there. We're, we're ETing. <laughs> if anyone can yeah. imagine that, uh, you're very special. So you are special to me too, Eddie. <laughs> You're literally going to make me cry, and I don't cry. <laughs> I've got I, I've cried on a couple podcasts. Uh, it, I will. <laughs> I will. I just, I will. <laughs> so I got to get you to that point, too. I got to get you to cry. On, on uh, your other podcast. Take an I offer. Take an offer. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Except that your your laugh is amazing. My laugh sounds like, mm, <laughs> like, I don't even know what it sounds like. It's just bad. And then accept that some point you'll cry on this podcast i accept that i'll cry oh this podcast no, <laughs> no you don't think so <laughs> no are, okay are you talking about when we're talking or when we're watching no when we're talking and we just maybe not not even talking about the episode we'll just talk about like you know something like what i just did where it's like for a moment here can we pause and just realize oh, I how will special this is i will literally cry because of that cool because like i i will too because like outside of like work and like us talking i'm, I'm gonna be honest I don't really have that many friends like like I don't have like I I could probably count on one hand how many like close people I have like outside of work and like you and like I, I just you're special to me so like this whole thing that we're doing is special because like it makes me feel like like you're not just like somebody that I work with mm-hmm. like like you're special to me yeah. <laughs> like for lack of a better words this is our little thing that we just are creating and letting out into the ether so yeah we could keep going on and on but yeah. i'm kind of hungry so <laughs> me too i need a. I, we need to get some food here and that's going to be a ritual that we have every time we end a and and a season we'll we'll get some some grub somewhere yeah it's 9 41 so places are closing we better hurry up <laughs> uh so thank you so much guys um i think we're going to end this with the bob dylan song i think that would be appropriate uh if tomorrow wasn't such a long way i think is what it's called let me make sure if tomorrow oh tomorrow is a long time there we go that's what it's called it is a good song it's so good uh let me turn that down turn that up and yeah it should be going yeah cool so thank you so much, guys. I, we, we, we really appreciate the support from you. Uh, if you're listening to this, that's supporting us. And uh, we can't wait to see you in season two, but even before then with some of the bonus yeah. episodes. So any last words? Nope. No? No, that's about it. <laughs> All righty, guys. Well, you know what to do. In the meantime, in between time, until we talk to you next time, you better bring, bring your, your own, own pants. pants. Reflection in the water. I can't speak the sounds to show no pain I can't hear the echo of my footsteps Or remember the sounds of my own name Yes, and only if my own true love is waiting And if I could only hear her heart a softly pounding Yes, and only if she was lying by me I'd lie in my bed once again